0: If you would open your Bibles to Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen. Again that is Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen. And Jesus came and spake unto, unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things, and whosoever I have commanded, you and lo i am with you always even unto the end of the world amen
1: thank you ben for reading our scripture tonight we're glad that you're here as always if you're visiting we're so thankful that you've chosen to be with us we're very grateful for your presence if you're looking for a church home we invite you to consider the work here we'd love to have you come and join hands with us i said this morning and I want to reemphasize the fact that our elders would be more than happy to meet with you and to answer any questions that you might have about the work here and how you might be involved and help us spread the gospel in this community, and not just here, but around the world. We're very grateful to have our young folks back with us. I said we had a gaping hole this morning, and we're very glad that they're back safe and sound. We're thankful that they had a great weekend and appreciate them so very much, the great example that they set. Tonight we have with us Brother Don Blackwell And Brother Don is a good friend Faithful gospel preacher Don is the executive director of Gospel Broadcasting Network And this is the 10 year anniversary mark for the network And two things stand out Number one, the network is financially sound now And number two, it is spiritually sound And we're grateful for both of those, I think, very important things we appreciate Don and the fact that he's willing, willing to come and to speak to us tonight about the work. We support GBN, and we've been privileged to be a part of this work for quite some time. It is a great work, and lots of folks have heard the gospel, believed it, and obeyed it through GBN. There have been people that have been restored, and so for that we're thankful. There is one thing that you could do for GBN. Well, there are actually two things. Number one... You can pray for the work. I know that Don and those that are associated with the work would appreciate your prayers. And number two, tell others about it. Let me just add a third. I keep adding to the list. But a third thing you can do if you'd like to financially support it on your own. I know that Don would be more than happy to talk to you about the opportunities to expand this work. And really, GBN can go as far as we financially support this work. And so this time I'll ask Don to come and to speak to us about this great work and if you have any questions I know that he'd be he would be more than happy to stay around and answer those questions for you tonight
0: good evening it is so good to be here with you tonight at the Olive Branch Congregation. I appreciate greatly the invitation of the elders to come and talk to you about the work of the Gospel Broadcasting Network. Appreciate the good singing. Brother Sasser's got a good voice. Even if he's hoarse, he's got a good, strong voice and appreciate uh, good singing like that. I wanted to come tonight to express our thanks to you for your support of GBM and also just to give you an update on what's going on and um, to to personally, you know, you, you can always send out letters and we do that, but I like to personally show up and express our thanks. I appreciate Mike working with us. I'm actually going to say more about Mike when we get into the lesson, but uh, Mike is an integral part of the Gospel Broadcasting Network, and we count him as part of our staff there because he does so much for us, and he's a good friend. I uh, remember the first time that I came to this congregation, I was a student in the Memphis School of Preaching, I started there in 1994, so I don't remember when it was, but it's been more than 20 years ago, this is the first time I've been back for a worship service, I've been here during the week, but it is good to be back with you again. Mike mentioned this being the 10th anniversary of GBN and I was reminiscing, thinking about when we started this 10 years ago and uh, I remember Jim Dearman and Barry Gilreath and myself and Mike all working together trying to raise money to get the network off the ground and Mike has been involved from the very beginning helping helping to make this work a reality. What I want to do tonight is I want to begin telling you about the Gospel Broadcasting Network, how it started, give you a little bit of the history, and then tell you where we are today. Hopefully technology is not going to let us down tonight. There we go. The Gospel Broadcasting Network actually began as the dream of Brother Barry Gilreath Sr. Brother Barry was one of the elders at the Highland Congregation in Dalton, Georgia, and he had a dream that we have a network of our own in the Lord's Church. He said that he looked around us in the religious world. In fact, you recognize any of these people on the screen here? You probably do. And he said these people have their own networks. And in fact, back me up one slide if you would. He said these people have their own networks, these false teachers, and they're teaching these, uh, this error 24 hours a day. Why can't we in the Lord's church have a 24-hour-a-day, 7-day-a-week network? And he said, I want to make that a reality. And so, about 11 years ago, he got together a group of men all over the Brotherhood who were involved in multimedia works, and we started putting our brains together to try to make this happen. Uh, back me up, one is, is jumping ahead of me here. Thank you. Um, and so, in November of 2005, GBN actually went on the air. It was Thanksgiving weekend, 2005. So, we are just about to have our 10th anniversary of being on the air. For 10 years. It's amazing to me that that much time has passed. 24 hours a day, seven days a week for 10 years we have been broadcasting the gospel. Now, If we, when GBN first began, we were right outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee. In fact, if you will look at this large facility, this is where we were located for the first several years. This was kind of an abandoned wing of a mall. I think it might've been a Sears store or something like that in in an old mall. It was a 30,000 square foot area, just a horrendously large studio. We were renting this. It was costing us over $7,000 a month just to rent this facility. Sometimes in the summer, when it was really hot. Our electric bill was over $3,000 a month. So just rent and electricity was costing us over $10,000 a month. In the early days of GBN, the plan was to have people uh, get these small dishes that you can, uh, similar to a dish network, direct TV dish and a KU dish, and put it at their home and they could watch GBN. Then we were going to try to get on the, the Comcast and the charters of the world. But what we found was the Comcast and the Charters and the Time Warners did not want us unless we paid big bucks. If we had millions of dollars a year, Comcast and Time Warner and Charter would take us, and so we were struggling there. What we also found after several years is very few people were buying the small dishes. After about the first five years, we only had about 1,000 of these dishes in existence. So we put GBN on Dish Network and Direct TV. We were doing that daily. That was costing us a tremendous amount of money, about $25,000 per month. And so after GBN had been in, in existence for about five years, what we found is people weren't buying the dishes, We weren't on Comcast and Charter and Time Warner and we had amassed a tremendous amount of debt. And so we found ourselves in a difficult situation. When we got to the year 2010, we had some further problems. At that point, Brother Barry, who was the original director of GBN, was having very serious health problems. In fact, the doctor told him he had about six months left to live. There were three elders that were overseeing the work. Brother Barry was one of them. He had been given uh, six months to live. One of the other elders was in the early stages of Alzheimer's, which in essence was going to dissolve the eldership. We knew that we were about to lose our eldership. We were about to lose our director. And when we got to the end of 2010, GBN had nearly one million dollars in debt. We had $930,000 in debt, and if you add what we owed to the government in back taxes, it was about uh, right at a million dollars in debt. At that time, Brother Barry, because of health reasons, stepped down, and he asked me if I would be interested in taking over as the director of GBN, and I agreed to do that. In December of 2010, I became the new director of the Gospel Broadcasting Network and we immediately set about to correct these problems. One of the first things we were going to tackle, of course, was debt. One of the first things I did was to hire the man that you see in this picture. His name is Ralph Upton. Brother Upton was a retired businessman. He had worked with Gold Kiss Chicken and had been a very successful businessman. He had started as an intern out of college and he worked his way up to the North Carolina Regional Director. My understanding is that at one point he had over 10,000 employees who worked under him. And so together, we started trying to tackle the debt. We poured over every bill that GBN had. He even went to the extent of calling the garbage company, saying, what can you do to lower our bill? We went over everything. We began to cut out everything that was not necessary. We made it our goal. We said, we are going to make GBN the the best work in the brotherhood with regard to stewardship. We want the Lord, we want brethren to look at this work and say they are handling money very well. We began to sell off assets. It was our goal to try to get out of debt. Of course, we had the eldership problem because our eldership, we were losing them. And so what we did at that time was we approached the South Haven congregation, which you know because it's nearby here, and we asked them if they would be interested in overseeing the work. And so in May of 2011, the elders of the South Haven congregation agreed to take the oversight of the Gospel Broadcasting Network. Of course, the elders are Con Lambert, Larry Everson, and Vern Scrimshire, And of course, they are very sound men in the faith, and they have done a good job overseeing the work of GBN. After they took over the oversight, they said, we want you to relocate. And so we began looking for a new facility to put uh, GBN in. I also began looking for a house so that I could move. When the real estate agent began sending sending me emails she accidentally sent me an email for this particular building for a house and I looked at it and I thought she sent me that by mistake and so I just deleted it and I began thinking that that could possibly be a good location for GBN and so I asked her to show it to me We went and looked at this. You may recognize the building because you're so close to it. Most places I go and speak, they don't know where this is, but uh, for you, this is right down the road here, 8900 Germantown Road. I'm sure you pass it on a regular basis. This is a building that had gone back into the hands of the bank. The last time it was appraised before we purchased it was in 2008, and this building appraised at $880,000. Like I say, they had defaulted on it, the bank owned it. We went in and made an offer of $389,000 for this building and they took it. And so we now own that building. We raised the money and we paid it off. That means, we were renting a facility that we were paying over $7,000 a month for. We now pay nothing because we own the building. We had a facility that we were paying $3,000 a month in rent for. Our rent now, I mean uh, um, utilities, our utilities now in this three-story brick building run us about $800 a month. So $10,000 a month went down to $800 a month. We had a satellite truck we owned. We sold it off at uh, in order to pay off some of our debt. When we made this relocation to right down the road here... One of the advantages was we were going to be close to the Memphis School of Preaching. In fact, if you will look at it, uh, we're about seven miles from MSOP. We were thinking that we could work with them to train students. We haven't gotten that in place yet, but one of the great advantages is we regularly have instructors from the Memphis School of Preaching come and they film at GBN. When we do our GBN Live program, we have instructors from GBN that are a regular part of that, and so it has been a great blessing for us to have that proximity the School of Preaching. I mentioned to you the debt. In January of 2011, one month after I took over, not counting the tax debt, we had $930,000 in debt. We aggressively worked on this so that when we reached May of 2012, we had that debt down to $196,000. And when we got to January of 2013, we were completely debt-free. We have been two and a half years, almost three years now that we have remained debt-free. Since we got to that point, we have stayed that way. And we have made it our policy now that we do not purchase anything on credit. We do not purchase anything unless we have the money in hand to, 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 to buy it up front. In fact, it's interesting, some of the same principles that we have used at GBN to get us out of debt, this is not a political discussion, but we could apply these same principles to the country, and it would work on a national level, because it's some of the if you've, if you've heard of Dave Ramsey, it's some Dave Ramsey principles that we have applied that got GBN out of debt and have kept us debt-free for approximately three years now. And that has been a great blessing to us because we have been able to do things we would not have otherwise been able to do. We also, uh, again, say it has been our goal to be one of the best works in the Brotherhood with regard to stewardship. We wanted any supporting congregation to be able to walk in and say, Let us see your books. And we could open them and they would walk out saying, They are handling money very well at uh, the Gospel Broadcasting Network. Now, I certainly don't believe that this is uh, because of me or even because of Ralph Upton. I believe that the Lord has blessed this work and as a result, we are prospering and we are doing good things in the Lord's kingdom. If you look at this next slide, this was a recent uh, shot of the staff of GBN. This is not all of our staff members. Some of these are the elders and the board of directors that oversee GBN, but this is all of us together on the set of the live program, which Mike actually is the host of. Now, somebody might say, well, Don, If you cut the budget as much as you're talking about, you must not have been doing very much. In fact, what are you doing? What have you been doing? One thing that GBN is doing is we are producing in our facility right down the road here about 20 Brotherhood programs. Now, I don't know of any other work in the Brotherhood that produces 20 programs. You've got other works like Jim Dearman produces Good News Today. It's a good program, but it's one program. You've got the SEARCH program with Phil Sanders. It's a good program, but it's one program. We are producing approximately 20 programs in our facility just about two miles down the road from you. One of those programs, in fact, if y'all have got um, the media uh, number one ready, I wanna show you a clip of this. This is uh, the counterpoint program that uh, Mike and B.J.
1: Clark actually are the host of. Let's see if we can roll that and let you see a moment of that. You know, when we talk about this redemptive plan, uh, of course, God was the author. Of this redemptive plan. You cited Ephesians chapter 3, uh, Revelation chapter 13 verse 8. Paul in Ephesians 1 said in you know that He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world. Right. But in Genesis chapter 3 following the fall of Adam Adam and Eve it was at that point that God announced this redemptive plan and began unveiling or unfolding it before (laughs) mankind. And uh, you can trace that seed line through the Old Testament can you not? Exactly. And just because God announced it then, does not mean it was not in his mind before. Right. God knew what Adam and Eve were going to do without making them do it. And he knew it already what he was going to do. It wasn't one okay, of those that's situations no, when sample. Adam and Eve... Are
0: That's just a sampling of the Counterpoint program. Of course, that program airs locally. I had some people when I came in mention that they saw the program today, as a matter of fact. That program is doing a tremendous amount of good. In fact, we get calls sometimes. Mike does the program, and he leaves, and we get the calls of the angry people who've seen it. (laughs) I had somebody call me one day, and they said, um, yeah, I want to talk to somebody. I watched that Counterpoint program, and and that guy on there was saying that you have to be baptized in order to be saved. and, And... and um, I said, Who was it? And he said, I think his name was Dixon. Dixon was his name. And uh, he said, I want to talk to that guy, Dixon. And he said, are you Dixon? I said, I think you mean Hickson. He said, yeah, are you him? And I said, no, but I'll, I'll talk to you. And he said, well, what about the thief on the cross? I want you to explain that." So we had a good talk. But we have regular, regularly people who are hearing that and who are stirred up. Some of them are angry. Now, you might say, well, that's bad. I think that's good. You know, the gospel in the first century when they preached it, sometimes people's hearts were pricked. And sometimes they were cut to the heart and like they did with Stephen stoned him to death. And so the gospel is having that type of effect. The counterpoint program has been a very effective program. In fact, Mike and BJ and I have been talking about what we could do to maybe get that program airing on a national basis because it has been such a very good program. If we keep going, in addition to producing 20 Brotherhood programs, we also have GBN airing on Dish Network and Direct TV. We have the Preaching the Gospel program with Cliff Goodwin and uh, Brother James Watkins. Of course, at the South Haven Congregation, we've got Brother Cliff in town this week. In fact, it's 7.30 tonight. I'm going to have to rush out of here. And uh, he is doing a gospel meeting for us tonight, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. But that is airing on Dish Network and Direct TV every Sunday morning, going into 34 million homes. If you have dish network is channel 267 if you have direct TV it is channel 376 and that is at 630 in the morning central time you can set your DVR to watch it we're producing 20 Brotherhood programs. We're airing on Dish Network and DirecTV. We have cable stations around the country also. In fact, if you look at some of these red dot areas, these are areas where we have cable stations and also television stations that are carrying GBN regular. In fact, if you'll look at this map, this is something we just put out recently. This is coverage areas, and the different colors indicate different types of TV, but particularly what I want you to notice here is the red dots, the red stars. These are indicative of GBN radio. We now have 18 radio stations around the country that are going to be airing GBN. One of the closest is going to be in South Haven, Mississippi. 107.9 FM is a low-powered FM radio station that is broadcasting out of South Haven, Mississippi. We have been live for about uh, two weeks now. Now, I don't know, it's a low powered station, so I don't know if you could hear it this far over or not, but if you're in the South Haven area, you can certainly hear that, and we are very excited that that is now airing. In addition to that, we have various cable stations around the country that are carrying us. This is one of the more recent ones we had that added us in the Atlanta area, covering Fulton County and also Coweta County. Another we had uh, in South Carolina, I don't think this one has actually gone live yet, but we're hoping this one will be soon, covering Sumter, Williams, Clarendon and Florence counties in my home state of South Carolina. We also have East Alabama Cooperative in Phoenix City, Alabama. Our newest one we have is Pulaski, PES, Pulaski Electric System in Pulaski, Tennessee. In addition to about 30 cable stations that are carrying us in the United States, we are also on outside of this country. We now are being uh, aired 24 hours a day, seven days a week on a cable station in South Africa on the Blue Turtle Network, Blue Turtle Technologies. And that same company is also carrying us in Nigeria. So if you look at this map of Africa, you can see the two purple areas here. And we are airing as a regular 24 hour a day, seven day a week station in Africa. In addition to that, Mark Teske and I made a trip to India in December of this last year and we have gotten GBN on in India it's called delight TV they also have a streaming version but you can see GBN airing is a 24 hour a day seven day a week station in India in fact I want you to look at this I took this picture when I was in India on my cell phone Do you see this old house this this is where some of the people live out in the heart of India can you tell what that is next to the house off to the right there it's a satellite dish Look at this next picture. Can you see that? They've got a thatched roof, but you see what that is above it? It's a satellite dish. As I was driving around in the heart of India, hours away from everything, in places where they were very, very poor and had next to nothing, there were satellite dishes. And something occurred to me, and I thought, that is how we reach into the uttermost parts of the earth. We have places that it will be very hard to get people into but they have satellite TV and I thought we're on to something there the lord has given us the tools to reach the gospel to take to reach the world with the gospel in addition to 30 cable stations, 18 radio stations, we have some uh, over-the-air stations, we're producing about 20 Brotherhood programs, we have Dish Network and Direct TV. we also have our website, it's GBNTV.org, we get thousands upon thousands of hits on that website each month, you can watch our regular 24-7 channel, in addition to that, we have our apps. If you have an iPhone or an Android phone or a smartphone or a tablet that fits any of these devices, it says over 200 million devices, that's an old figure, it's way more than that now. But um, if you have any of those, you can download our app. You can go into the Apple Store, type in GBN TV, download the app. It is free, and you can watch the same 24-7 channel that airs on the cable stations. As a matter of fact, somebody might think, well, that's not very effective. Surely you're not reaching many people that way. In the first 24 hours that our app went live in the Apple Store, first 24 hours, the app was downloaded in 50 countries around the world. Of course, number one was the United States. Number two kind of blew my mind. The second highest country to download our app was China. Number three, these are in order, was France, Italy, Saudi Arabia, Brazil, United Kingdom, Canada, Spain, and 4,100 others. That was in the first 24 hours. And when I saw that, I thought, we're on to something here. You know, I, we always think about the United States, and I was thinking about the United States, but when I saw this, I thought, we have something that is very rich here to reach people. In addition to that, we have what is called a Roku device. How many people know what a Roku is? few people? You can see these are the old Rokus in this particular picture. If you'll look at this one, these are the new Rokus. The new Roku looks about like a, a thumb drive. It's just a stick with an HDMI port on the end. You plug it in the back, you've got a remote control. These cost $50. You can buy it at Sam's Club. You can buy it at Walmart. You can buy it at Target. And you can pick up about 10,000 channels. Of course, one of them is GBN. And of course, our channel is free. You pay $50 one time. You hook it up to your Wi Fi network in your house if you've got high speed internet. And you can watch GBN 24 7 Thursday nights. You can tune into our live program. In addition to the apps, in addition to the cable stations, the radio stations, Dish Network, DirecTV, Roku. If a person was so inclined and they did not have high-speed internet and they wanted to pick us up via satellite dish, you can do that. Now, I've put this particular picture up because if you will notice, the large satellite in the front, that's a C-band dish. The one in the back is a KU dish. We used to broadcast on both for financial reasons. We've cut out the KU dish. The smaller dish does not work anymore. But if you have the big C-band dish, you can tune in the coordinates and you can pick up GBN and that costs you absolutely nothing. In addition to that, GBN streams live events. You can notice um, up at the top, this is Kyle Butt in one of his recent debates. We streamed that live. When we stream that event live, I believe it was the most watched live event in the Brotherhood. Based on the stats that we got and the feedback we got from Brethren, we are estimating approximately 100,000 people watched this event live. In addition to that, you see we have Polishing the Pulpit in the lower right-hand corner. This is a shot from uh, PTP. We broadcast the live speakers there. In the lower left-hand corner, this is a shot from the GBN Live program that we air every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. Mike, of course, is the host of that, and we have two different guests each week. We have put together uh, for summer series now. We are doing GBN Voices from the Past, and you can see some of the great men that have been on this, brother Guy in Woods and brother Wendell Winkler. You can purchase this, and many congregations use this uh, for their Wednesday night summer series uh, over the summer. I think we had about three or four hundred of these that were distributed. Here's a closer look of what this looks like. And we also have something we started this year, the GBN Daily Devotional. If you are interested in receiving an email once a day, it's just a short devotional thought that takes about a minute, you can send us an email at dailydevo at gbntv.org, and you will begin to receive that, or you can text us. Send a text to GBN TV and send it to 55678 and write GBN in the text, and it will automatically sign you up to begin receiving the GBN Uh, daily devotional. I mentioned GBN Radio. I said a few things about that. For the sake of time I'm going to move on here. I also want to tell you about something that we started last year and this is a series of cartoons that we have done for children. It's called the Howie and Honey series. Each one is just about a minute or two. Somebody heard that we were doing these and they said GBN's getting into the entertainment business. This is not entertainment. This is teaching for children where they are teaching a biblical principle. I'm not going to show you a clip of it because of time's sake, but you've got two rabbits and their mama rabbit, Howie and Honey and Mama Rabbit, and these were produced solely by our staff at GBM, and they talk about, in fact, uh, one of the episodes deal with, deals with the two rabbits arguing over a carrot, and they get to the last carrot, and the two children are arguing over it over it, and their mother begins to talk to them about the golden rule. After we began distributing these, a young mother sent me a text, and she said she had two little, two little boys under the age of four. And she said, I just wanted you to know that my boys were eating popcorn. They got down to the last piece of popcorn, and one of my boys said to me, Mama, we should share our popcorn like those two rabbits on the Gospel Broadcasting Network. And I thought, that's great. That means they're watching it, and they're learning on the level of children. And, of course, we've got the GBN Live program. i mentioned this several times. Mike is the host of this, and Mike does a great job for us. In fact, uh, Mark Teske was out to recently in uh, Denver, Colorado, and he said when he came back that he had people saying to him, that Mike Hickson, where did you all get that guy? He is slick. And um, Mike does a good job. We have one of our guys put together a little montage of Mike, and he gave it to me to bring over here tonight. I don't normally show this, but since I'm here, I want to show this. And I said, Mike will hate that. This is great. And so I want to show you this little montage. Mike has no idea we're getting ready to show this. It's, seri- it's not bloopers. It's serious stuff. But let's
1: air this. Hello, and welcome to CounterPoint. I'm Mike Hickson. With me today, as always, Brother B.J. Clark. B.J., great to be with you. It's good to be with you, Mike. Hello, and welcome again to GBN Live. I'm Mike Hickson, and so glad that you have chosen to join us tonight. How is it that we have gotten so far removed from this foundational belief system of our founding fathers? That that which was in Mary was of the Holy Spirit, and he said, She'll bring forth a son, call his name Jesus, and it is he that shall save his people from their sins. That was God's plan, was it, not? And that is, be faithful to God, right. Revelation chapter 2, verse 10, and mm-hmm. ultimately God will triumph y'all could tell me how I could refute some of these denominations that says that Mark 16 is not inspired. Uh, the vantage point of being biased or prejudiced. Don, how would you respond to that? And it's because they don't
0: like how clearly Mark 16:16 16, 16 teaches uh, the requirement to be
1: baptized. I think that's a great answer. Yeah, I do too. It said, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Mm-hmm. You know what, if we would put that in practice, yes. a lot of changes would well, come you forth. Know... The gospel and its power has the ability to change the state of our country today. Absolutely. And, and then we as Christians must stand up and boldly proclaim the unsearchable riches of Christ. Paul went on to say, Brother Elkins, uh, even as they did not like to retain God and their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind. Note the number of times God gave them up or gave them over. We have the audacity of saying, wait a minute, hold it, house, the Bible didn't say that that's moral. The Bible said that's wrong, that that's sin, that that's transgression, that that's abomination. Great point. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13, again another scriptural citation where God said, if a man lie with mankind as he lieth with a woman, both of them have committed abomination. Now notice, both of them have committed abomination. And thank you for being a part of our program tonight. We look forward to being back with you again next Thursday night. Until then, God bless.
0: Thank you. I just wanted you to see some of that so you can see Mike is involved with the Banner of Truth. He's involved with CounterPoint. He's involved with GBN Live, and that's why we count him as a part of the staff. He's also involved with helping to raise funds, and he's been a very valuable part of the network. And the the work here, allowing Mike to do these things and also supporting us financially, has been a tremendous, tremendous asset to GBN. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for that. If we're going to move on here for the sake of time, there are approximately 500 million outlets for GBN. Half a a billion different uh, devices that you could pick up and watch the Gospel Broadcasting Network. And one thing that is unique about GBN versus other networks of the world, we are totally funded by churches of Christ and individual Christians. You know, if you watch Trinity Broadcasting Network, you're constantly going to see people asking for money. You will never see that on GBM. We never ask for money on the air because, following the pattern of 1 Corinthians 16 1 and 2, we are supported by congregations of the Lord's church and free will offerings. If you are interested in keeping up with us at GBN, one of the things that you can do is you can sign up for our, our weekly email blast. We will not spam you. We will not give your email or, uh, away to anyone. What you will get each time we put out one of the latest cartoons of Howie and Honey, that will be included in the, in the email. We also have uh, audio and video clips now that are done by Brother Tom Holland. You will get those. You can send us an email at info at gbntv.org, or again you can text GBN to five 55- Six seven eight, and you can receive that. Brethren, I do believe when the day of judgment comes, some people might be tempted, some members of the Lord's church might be tempted to say, Lord, we couldn't carry out the Great Commission. How could we do it? There were eight billion people in the world. How could we possibly reach all of those people? To which the Lord could very well respond, I gave you the tools. Why did you not use them? The Lord has given us technology. Sometimes I hear people say, we need to get rid of the internet, we need to throw out the TV because it's evil. I cringe when I hear people say that. You know, these are tools. Sure, the devil uses them, but I believe providentially God has put these resources in our hands so that we can reach people with the gospel of Christ. And I think at GBN, we are trying to use emerging technologies to the best of our ability to do that. And we appreciate your efforts and your assistance in doing that it may be that there's someone here tonight who needs to respond to that very gospel message that we're talking about maybe you are here and you were not a New Testament Christian you need to know that in order to become a child of God a person needs to hear the gospel and he needs to respond to it he needs to hear it believe it repent of his sins confess his faith in Christ and be baptized in water for the remission of his sins if you're here tonight and you say I have never heard that before I would like you to open the Bible and show me book, chapter, and verse. There are men here who would be delighted to do that. Maybe you're here and you say, I know what to do, and I'm ready to do it tonight. And we would be delighted to assist you to take your confession and to immerse you into the watery grave of baptism, to be washed by the blood of Jesus and added to the kingdom of the Lord, Acts 2.47. Maybe you're here tonight as a member of the Lord's church, and maybe you say that I have been unfaithful, maybe you have sin in your life that's of a public nature and you need to take care of it publicly, you have that opportunity as well, we would count it an honor to go to God and pray on your behalf tonight. This evening, if you need to respond to the Lord's invitation, won't you come as together we stand and sing the invitation song.